0: write down everything i feel like well i don't really ever want to feel like anything at all anything at all you call me when you're sipping you only came for weekends i hope i was wrong i hope i was wrong and what they say about me
1: maybe too true this time yeah hey kylie hey jen how's it going Good. How are you? Oh, I'm doing good, you know. I'm sipping some tea right now. I've got you little... so, like comfy. I am so comfy. I'm so cozy. It's been a little chilly in Los Angeles with yeah, guys yeah, in the 50s. It snowed in Malibu this weekend, too. No way. Yeah, dude. Cars were like spinning out and shit. I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. Literally, I I thought about that as I was driving home
0: from the mountains this weekend because I went to Vail in the dark by myself blizzarding like on the cliff and everyone's just chilling driving like i was like if people from like i don't even fucking know the south saw this
1: they would have like a, an aneurysm oh my god they'd have a actual heart attack um Literally. even and not just people from the south people from like southern california or like even northern like any place that doesn't really get snow people right. freak the f out
0: I will say though, most of the car, pretty much all of the cars here are equipped for snow. That's what I've noticed. Like all of the cars in Colorado are pretty nice, which is fun.
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously the cars here are nice, but a different kind of right race. in a different <laughs> way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The cars here are like safe, big tank.
0: Yeah. Nice. LA nice is like much cooler. Yeah. We're talking sports cars. We're yeah, talking cars.
1: Tesla's are like average. They're just like, that's chill. Yeah, totally. Whatever. Who even cares?
0: Um, wait, sorry, I interrupted you. So it's
1: cold in Los Angeles. It is. Um, but we have some good news, which is- Oh, yes, I read that. Yes, the governor has declared the stay at home order is over. Yay. We love that. We do love that. I am feeling a little bit conflicted. Like, obviously, per- like, literally when I was reading this news, I didn't even, like, think I would feel- anything in particular. Cause I've been fine. Like my life has right. been fine. And I am really lucky that I have a yeah. job. I have income. I don't want for anything. And it's relatively, my life is okay. Yeah. But I almost started like crying when I read the news. I was Wait, like, really going, I know. I'm like, what the fuck? And Aww. you know, I'm not like a, I'm not like on any kind of like hormonal swing or anything. I'm like, why, why am yeah, I? So you're not confident? even like very emotional normally. So that that's I like know. a big deal. I know and you know I just like was I'm so excited at the prospect of just even going out to eat at a restaurant totally just, like doing something and obviously I like to chill and be a human slug as much as the next person uh-huh. <laughs> but I like I'm just so excited to go out to eat I think that's like one of my favorite activities obviously like going to concerts totally. and like music festivals are probably is probably my number 1 activity I'm really excited about like I love live music I love just the atmosphere that yeah. like a really far away thing but as far yeah. as immediate things like little life things that we can resume relatively normal first of all I won't have to drive to orange county to get my nails done but true <laughs> true I'll be able to uh go that out so insane I'm so excited That's Um, so exciting. So that is really getting me through. They open on Friday.
0: Yay. Do you have any plans?
1: Well, I'm going to Colorado this weekend. Oh, right. Right, right. Right, right, right. Spend time with my family this weekend. And then, you know, I'm going to make the hockey player make reservations the second I'm back and like, let's go out to dinner. We love that. Immediately. I love that as well. What is going on with you? How was your weekend? How are you doing? It was good. I was also in Vail this weekend, flip-flopping. Um, you were there last weekend. I'm there this weekend. That, like, Vail will great. be okay. We'll totally we'll be there.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it was really fun. I just went for the day on Sunday, but I met up with some of my, like, guy friends from home who I love. Just the best boys ever. And we they just Um I drove home. It, there was so much fucking traffic so when much did traffic. You drive
1: home Sunday,
0: Sunday night. Yeah.
1: That's probably like three hours of
0: stuff. traffic. Um, and yeah, so that was like, it was really fun though. It was, it was great. I love skiing on the weekends. It's just, um, now I see what people mean by, by like when I first moved here, I was not understanding of like why people didn't want more people coming into denver and people complained about the traffic and i was like the traffic's fucking fine like there's no traffic here what are you talking about the traffic is the ski traffic on the weekends not the day-to-day traffic throughout the city it's the ski traffic so yeah the ski traffic is quite problematic and then it's like okay so build more lanes on the highway like no, you don't want to build more lanes on the highway. Cause you're in the fucking mountains. You have to like you dig into the can't. mountains.
1: You, you literally like
0: can't. can't. No, or you like ruin nature. So I kind of understand now why people are so angry about it. Um, but anyways, it was super fun skiing, love skiing. Um, and this week I've
1: just been working, um, a lot. Kylie and I are like both really busy at work right now. Yeah, I was just talking to Jennifer before we started recording about, I just have a lot of random stuff also yeah. going on at work. Um, yeah. So uh, I apologize about us having gaps in our releases. No, it's my far
0: fault as, too. We're both really
1: busy. Sorry that uh, we have full-time jobs <laughs> yeah. that uh, require our attention also, and we also want to have fun and like. Do, right activities and have a life um totally I,
0: would say. I know it's like crazy because like I don't have like plans during the week sometimes but still I feel like I'm so busy
1: which is good I guess but it's just been a lot I think I told you about this but I literally was thinking uh, so the other last week I saw one of my friends from out of town and we did like some boating in Echo Park Lake. Um, there's these little like swan boats and it was really cute and it was so fun. And she, I haven't seen her since pre pandemic. Um, she was just in town visiting. And then I have another friend who moved to San Diego for a couple months and is just mm-hmm. kind of like living all over the country, doing a little domestic eat, pray, love, if you will. So, I visited, so cool. Yeah. So I visited her in LA and she's doing New York. Um, for a few months after, um, so yeah, and she usually lives in Chicago. Both of my friends will be—that's kind of amazing. I'm, I'm like happy for her. She's like, she's really doing well. So she was in, she's in San Diego. So I drove all the way down to San Diego, which, uh, was not super bad. It was like two and a half hours. Um, yeah, with traffic, and then my way back was more like two. Um, but I just saw her for a night and did that. But I was literally like thinking about my week last week. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm so overwhelmed. I have so many plans. I'm doing so much. I, <laughs> I literally did nothing all weekend. Yeah, I saw two weeknights. Um, obviously, it like took a lot of time, and I saw them, but it was like, oh my god, this is like not a big deal. I'm gonna have literally social right? anxiety when things resume. A hundred percent, literally same. Um, no, you won't. You're.
0: You're such a, you're such a, social I'm a social person. Person, you know what I've realized about myself though? I get, so obviously around my best friends, I don't get anxious whatsoever. Like around Allison, like the boys, whatever. Like I don't get anxious around them. And then with complete strangers, I don't get anxious around strangers either. Cause I'm like really good at small talk and just like being friendly and things like that. But it's, it's like the, the, like Friends that are like friends, but you don't see them or talk to them super often that I get really nervous about spending time with. Interesting. I don't know what it is. I I feel like I'm nervous that they like won't like me as much or something when we're talking or I get nervous that I'm like annoying because like I do feel like I have annoying tendencies sometimes like talking too much or like just being annoying. So I just like get kind of anxious around those types of people and just like hope that they like me. Um, but then it usually goes away to a certain extent, but I don't know, like the, the kind of friends are like, like really scare me sometimes.
1: <laughs> I I mean, I feel like it kind of makes sense, especially like when you're starting off, like you've moved to a new city and you are kind of like, yeah, starting new friendships. It's, it's like dating in the sense that like, when you first start dating someone, you haven't fully won them over yet. Totally. Like these people aren't your best friends. So you haven't fully won them over yet. Right. Um, so it's, it totally. is like nerve wracking for sure. It is.
0: Yeah. I just get kind of stiff and awkward. And then I feel like since I'm aware of the fact that I talk too much or can be annoying, like sometimes I like don't talk enough. I think sometimes just cause I'm trying not to like take over conversations or be annoying. Anyways, I think it's fine, but I've noticed that about myself.
1: I don't really think you talk too much, but maybe okay. yeah. I also talk a lot though. So maybe that's you true. You know and I like it. just keep talking. <laughs> So maybe that's why it's not an issue. Um, right. <laughs> but I I genuinely like have never thought, oh my God, Jennifer never stops. So. Like I've never thought that. Maybe just because okay. we keep each other entertained and we're, right. okay. <laughs> we're never bored. I'm glad
0: you don't think so. If other people have told me to shut the fuck up, but. <laughs> well,
1: those people can. <laughs> yeah, you know. Whatever. Um, but yeah, it's been good. Um, oh, I have a question for you Did you watch The Bachelor this week?
0: Oh, yes, I did. You know who I'm friends with from on TikTok? Who Katie, the Lord and Savior of this season.
1: Oh my god, I know, isn't that
0: lovely? I feel like, um, yeah, there's like this little circle I've noticed that like certain people are always on my For You page, I'm probably always on their For You page, and like I've noticed that like the same people just comment on each other's stuff and like each other's stuff, whatever. And Katie is like one of them.
1: That's so fun. I love I her. Know.
0: I love her too. What did you think of this week's episode?
1: Well, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. It was kind of like, whatever. I wasn't really paying super attention. Um, like I kind of, what I do a lot is I'll like watch it, but like kind of not really pay attention. And then I'll listen to Chicks in the Office recap it. <laughs> and they'll just kind of tell me everything I need to know. Um, yeah. And then I'll watch it the next week. Um, but what, did you have any strong opinions? Honestly? Yeah. I have a couple strong opinions. Share them, please. Shocker.
0: First of all, I want to say, I think Matt is like the most just like considerate bachelor ever. The fact that like, he always is trying to like, tell them like, what can I do to make you like, to like reassure you. And then he'll say like, he always remembers little small things about them, about their family and whatnot. And you know what people started pointing out, which is like amazing remember his one-on-one with I forget if it was Brie or Sarah but I think it was Brie and they had their it was Brie they had their little thing in like the middle of nowhere remember that you know how that's like a normal thing that they do in The Bachelor there's just like random fucking hot tubs that like
1: pop up yeah it looks like the same fucking hot tub the right same, I know the same one
0: yeah um so when they got to the hot tub Matt I guess didn't even realize there was gonna be a hot tub on the date and he like looked at her and he was like, oh, like, are you comfortable with this? Like, I didn't know there was going to be a hot tub. Like, we don't have to go in if you don't want to. I love Which that. is like so sweet. And people are like, wow, we love like an aware king. You know what I mean? Because like some people wouldn't be very comfortable with that on a first date, I guess.
1: Totally. Um.
0: Yeah. So that's like really sweet. So I freaking love Matt. Second of all, what I'm going to say is, um, um, when Anna was saying that people were DMing her about the new girl, Brittany saying she's an escort and that the social scene in Chicago is really small. Oh my God. (laughs) I just want to say like, okay, fine. The social scene in Chicago can be small in terms of like who you went to high school with. Nobody like, nobody just like gets DMS about random girls in Chicago that they have like no connection to. Like what the fuck is she
1: talking about? Uh... You agree or no? Well, what if, I mean, she might know someone who knows someone, which is not unheard of in Chicago. It's
0: not unheard of, but it's just like when she's like, oh, people like who don't even know me were like telling me about her, like blah, blah, the escort. I don't know. I just thought it was kind of weird. I mean, it is a lot smaller than people
1: think, especially compared to other big cities. But like, I just was kind of weirded out by that. Really? Because I, my reaction to when she said that, I was like, fuck yeah, I could totally see that happening. Like I, if Okay. You know, I was conflicted. I I don't don't know. know. Literally you have had less weird things happen to you about like being connected (sighs) to people just through like literally one degree of separation. Like actually that's so true. I mean, the fact that like we have a fucking group chat with people all around the country. (laughs) Yeah. And it's, it's just honestly, like it is, it is a lot smaller of a town because a lot of people that grow up there there stay there.
0: And then I retract my statement. It is a small city. I just thought, it. here's my opinion. I thought it was inappropriate of her to bring it up when it wasn't confirmed. And like, she doesn't know that firsthand. That's what's inappropriate.
1: Of course. And of course this was information that a producer must've fed her because they're not just getting information without, like they don't have access to the outside world. So the producer must like, must have have gotten some kind of information and it was fed then to her.
0: You know what? I guess like you're right. Like if somebody found out you're going on the show and then they were like, Hey, like I heard this girl's going on the show, like FYI, blah, blah, blah. But I I could
1: totally, you couldn't see, yeah. You couldn't, you see that happening? Yeah, I guess. I could literally totally see that happening. (sighs) Yeah. Like from people from Chicago.
0: I mean, when you go out in Chicago, you pretty much like know everybody.
1: Literally. If you go to a, a main bar, like, in Wrigleyville yeah. or River North or, like, even Lincoln Park, like, even mm-hmm. small bars, you'll see someone you know. It's, like, ridiculous.
0: Okay. That's true. It is It is a lot smaller than people think. I was just confused as to, like, why she's bringing it up and saying that, like, strangers are DMing her. And saying, whatever. I don't I know. I mean,
1: whatever. That, that was just obviously producer-fed information. And it gives
0: me mean girl vibes. Uh she is quite entertaining
1: who Um, sorry
0: what's that who who is entertaining victoria is so entertaining but she's She's a
1: producer plant uh, for sure
0: yeah Yeah. she has to be like she has to be
1: you can Um, can see it matt is like not attracted to her oh
0: not at all he's so polite to her though like when he came to address the group and she was like matt can we finish our conversation and he was like yeah of course like he just like stepped i was like what the fuck yeah. Like he's so polite. Like it's insane. And he's genuinely polite. Like, I don't think he's fake. Like Ben Higgins, no offense, kind of gave me fake vibes at some point or like Pilot Pete, whatever. But like Matt is just like a little gem.
1: He, he is. He definitely is. Um, yeah. Something that I, so I was talking with my coworker and she's black. So this is interesting. Um, yeah. And she's on, They she had a conversation with some women on Clubhouse and they were talking about The Bachelor. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know, Clubhouse is like a live conversation app. Like you just log on and you can talk to different people and join yeah. different rooms and either listen or you can participate in conversations. Um, But anyway, so she was on this room on Clubhouse and it was Black women talking about The Bachelor. And- a lot of black women don't like him.
0: I heard that as well. And I brought that up to one of my friends who's black and she was
1: confused. Oh, she, she wasn't bothered by was it. Like, why? Yeah. So what my friend told me was she was bothered. And a lot of women have been bothered by the fact that when he was doing his initial interview, he said like, a lot of people expect me to end up with a black woman. Mm-hmm. I mean he didn't say that he said a lot of people expect me to end up with like a certain type of person and then he like later went on to articulate like a black woman specifically um and I think the main issue was and like they obviously everyone's like of course not like you should end up with whoever you end up with but a lot of women have been black women have been quick to realize like he, because he was raised by his white mother and his dad was not in the picture, he doesn't have a strong or healthy relationship with his Black identity. Um, 100%. So I'm, sorry, they don't necessarily see him as like a Black man in a lot of the ways that like a lot of men they do know are like strong Black men. Um, so I thought that was an interesting take. A hundred percent. That's actually interesting that your friend said that because
0: that was what I was thinking was potentially one of the problems because I was explaining this to one of my friends who like, he was like, I don't understand like why people are angry because people are angry on TikTok too. And I was like, well, you know, obviously like there's a lot of like the the bachelor's like target audience is probably like middle-aged white women. White women. And yeah. Patrick, <laughs> the bachelor is very like, catholic as well i feel like as you can see sometimes so when these middle-aged white catholic women are watching the bachelor and they're seeing matt james who's like picture fucking perfect and then there's black people on the news saying that they you know are like there's like prejudice against them there's this and that like matt james is like not necessarily the the image of of like he's of like some of the problems going on and so I feel like some of the people watching the bachelor who might have certain opinions would look at him and be like see like like it's not the color of your skin like Matt is doing just great do you know what I mean
1: yeah I might have Um, to edit that out no 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 (laughs) no that makes sense it's like it, it is It's hard. Um, It's almost like they chose the whitest black man they could uh, to be the first black bachelor, but it's also their target demographic is like you said, like middle-aged white Catholic, relatively conservative women. That is the target demographic. If we had to get specific, I mean, it's mostly white women. Even Um, with like the Catholic
0: stuff, like some people get mad every season with
1: like, it's too
0: Catholic. It's too Jesusy. It's too this it's too that it's like well this must be the type of audience that they are trying to cater to because they literally do this every single season and people complain every single season that like there's too much like faith narrative and too much like jesus background type thing it's like then there must be a reason for it like there has to
1: be uh, i'm i'm also kind of like a lot of these people that might be complaining might be like the woke left like hyper progress true Well, um, but you got to realize like over half or about half of America is conservative and religious. And like, yeah, those people are obviously going to be represented like, and they should be represented. You know what I mean? It's not like we should have like an, a religious show. Like people aren't, I mean, some people are like, I'm not religious. I'm a religious or whatever, but like a lot of people aren't and like, they should be represented. Right so
0: I don't know yeah. it's just interesting the bachelor is always so controversial it's very like polarizing sometimes I guess what is kind of funny about the bachelor is like they <laughs> they literally like don't change like Matt being the first black bachelor is like insane because he's literally the first one out of how many years has this show been on like 20 years or something like that
1: like the show does not change (laughs) well okay so i literally was mistaken i said like matt james was the first non-white bachelor he's not juan pablo juan pablo he's fucking blonde hair blue eyes. what the fuck he's whiter than like (laughs) i don't even know he's whiter than like me and i'm half white i don't even fucking know what to tell you yeah Um, no No, no, no anyway i'm like okay really we're gonna whatever i'm not trying to diminish his experience but come on, no. like the bachelor just,
0: it, yeah, it's, I don't see it changing very much anytime soon. No,
1: it's, and it's entertaining. It's fun. It's not meant yeah. to be political. It's not meant to make a statement. It's that's true. Make... Actually, that's true. It's just like, oh my God. But anyway, yeah. I did think that was like interesting. That conversation I did have with my friend and totally you, know, you and I are not black. So it is, yeah. it is good to like get perspective like input yeah for yeah. sure um but anyway did you want to maybe like introduce what we want to talk about today so Ky- kylie and i like literally decided
0: on this topic like two seconds ago um but talk about we we've ta- had this
1: plan for weeks we <laughs>
0: sorry i'm just kidding we planned it out we have a ghost writer, whole actually. life
1: plan. we have an intern yeah we have an intern <laughs> we have an intern a ghostwriter uh, Um, it also writes our script for us yeah
0: John Ray writes it it's like our milf hunter our ghost writer (laughs) it's John just kidding no um so Kylie oh hopefully I like articulate this correctly Kylie and I wanted to talk about like how you know when it's time to make like a big change and like, the steps that you can take to get there and also, like, the types of changes that you can make. Um, Kayla, can you jump in? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, right, you hit the nail on the head. It's, we just wanted to talk about, because, because we have gone through a lot of changes recently. Um, True. and, it's it's okay to want to make changes and it's okay to want to grow and things like that. And we also wanted to talk about like, it's also okay to kind of, you don't necessarily have to take big steps to do things. Like you, yep. can make, you can do small things for yourself that are helping you grow and like you um, take some time as a person. Like, there's all sorts of types of things we can do. And I think that there's a lot, like, this, this idea kind of stems from a lot of pandemic exhaustion. I think a lot of people are feeling, I mean, I literally told you, like, I am fearing I would say better than 90% of people like I'm doing very well I have no reason to be upset and I'm not upset like I am like I'm a relatively happy person like I'm fine on a day to day basis but the fact I almost started like crying when I found out we could do activities yeah it kind of like made me realize how much more affected I might be than I think I am
0: Totally.
1: 100%. And just the importance of taking time for yourself and like taking space for he, like just doing things that you need to do, taking care of yourself. And also when like you can maybe make some changes and like do some things for yourself and when it might, when you might feel like it's an appropriate time. So right, um, just wanted to talk about, you know, specifically about the exhaustion, I guess I'll just, I'll kick off that. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of times where we're kind of pressured and especially in today's society, there's a lot of like hashtag girl boss, hashtag hustle. Like you should always be like doing something or creating something. You're like, there's a lot of pressure to be like always on your A game, always creating, always doing something. And that's not a realistic by any means, right? Everybody needs time to like recharge and recenter and refocus. And it's okay to take that time. Um, And I think a lot of people feel these pressures. Like we obviously have jobs. A lot of people listening might be in school still. So obviously with the regimen of school, you can't necessarily like take a break from school, right? Yeah. Um, With jobs and stuff, people are a little bit more flexible. Like does your company offer any kind of like time off leave policy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So
0: there are different types of leaves, um, specifics, but yeah, they're, they're pretty like considerate.
1: Yeah. And my company's offering, like we have not only like unlimited PTO days, but there are some like unpaid leave options you can have, which is like, why would you want unpaid leave? Unpaid leave. At least you have job security, right? totally um and a lot of people might take that time to work on themselves or work on go to school or there's a lot of options totally but just wanted to talk about like if any of us out there are feeling pandemic fatigue like I know I am um it's okay to sometimes just like stop take a breath like maybe you just need to do something for yourself yeah what do you like to do for yourself, Jen? We are very different. So as well we are very different. <laughs> what do you what do you like to do when you're feeling a little I well? say
0: in terms of like a big break, like I got to the point in July where I was so depressed about my job and just felt like, so disinterested and like unmotivated. And like, I just was like, if I do not leave my job soon, I will literally like, I, like I have to leave. And like, I was talking to some of my friends about it and funny, my old coworkers, like, listen, it's not like, I hated my job because it was a bad job or a bad company or a bad team. I just like needed a change. And I felt like I was getting like major fatigue from like what I was actually doing at work. And that the things I liked to do that I knew I was good at, I wasn't able to do my job. And I just felt super unfulfilled. And it got to the point where like I literally could like barely log onto my computer. Like I was like, holy shit, like I cannot do my work. Like I just can't do it. And I don't care. Like that's how bad it got. Cause usually I at least care because I'm like a people pleaser, most people are. And so if there's like somebody nagging you or bugging you or getting mad at you, it at least motivates you. And it got to the point where like, even that didn't like, that didn't do anything. And so I basically just like set a deadline for when I was going to leave my job, regardless of whether I had a new one or not. And I'm super thankful that I found a new one that, and I wasn't going to take a new one unless I was really excited about it. Like I was like, I'm going to just take some fucking time off because I'm, in such a bad work mental state unless i find something i really want then i'm just going to take time off of work which i feel like taking time off of work especially in america is so like
1: looked down upon. upon totally so frowned upon it's, it's like also not, like not super sustainable for most of no. the lifestyle we lead like it's
0: not no it's definitely not and during a pandemic people would have been like what the fuck but um I had other things I could do to make money in the meantime like my little side businesses and um I had money saved so it was like I could take like I could technically not work for like and that's I think key too you have to like make sure that you don't have like external stressors that will hurt you even more if you do take some type of break but basically I figured out like I could be financially stable for like a long period of time and like not worry about it kind of um so I was like, I'm just going to take time off. But then I started interviewing and I found my job that I have now. And like, I saying this, and of course I'm new, but I like actually really like my job. Like when I open my computer, I like actually get really excited. Like they literally just let me do stuff I want to do.
1: And that I'm good at, which is like, so cool. And so how do you feel when you start work? And how do you feel after work? Like do you feel Good. different versus like when you were working your old job? 100%. When I was at my old job, I would dread opening my
0: computer because I knew I had so many emails to read. Like so many, mm-hmm. and I knew what kind of emails they would be. That's also hard like after you can like anticipate things for a while. And um I just like wanted the work day to end because like everybody logged off at 5, like everybody was just done at 5, like it was just kind of your job, but like this job, like they're literally letting me, like, I, I love writing. I love editing. That's pretty much what I'm doing. They have me do like video stuff. I get to do like TikTok stuff and just my coworkers are like so nice and supportive and like, ask me what I like to do and like what I want to do and literally just let me do what I'm good at, which is, it's so refreshing to have a job where people just let you do what you're good at and what you like doing because you're more motivated and you're more productive And it's probably like better for everybody, you know, and I know that that's like rare to find like something that you actually like enjoy doing. I like was telling my friend, I was like, I feel like I'm doing work like I'm doing what I do for fun at work, which is kind of nice. That is the ideal ideal. You cannot ask for anything more. No. So I got really, really lucky, but if I hadn't gotten a new job, I was just going to take time off and that's just what it was going to be. And it's not because I'm lazy or stupid or unmotivated. I just like fucking needed a mental break. Um, and I was drained and just unmotivated and felt kind of like under, kind of like underappreciated, underpaid, all of that kind of stuff. And I was like, it's just not worth it anymore.
1: And I think that this is something that we just don't acknowledge a lot. No, that's valid, right? Like These are very valid feelings and it is totally normal. I think most people feel these like that. It is very, very hard to find a job where you feel energized and you feel like passionate about the work you're doing and it pays the bills um yeah and you're able to get the job right um true true that's another difficult part like
0: it is hard getting a job like I actually might make a YouTube video about this because I might make a YouTube channel but it is hard getting a job and it sucks to think about the fact that there are so many super qualified people who get passed up in like the job searching process because like of just the way that like getting a job works and and a lot of it is even just like luck and timing and things like that. But um, yeah, it definitely sucks. And during a pandemic, it's not easy. So I definitely did get lucky that like I found one I was really excited about and that like I had some skills that they were like, just they just so happened to be looking for, which isn't normal, but um, yeah, it's it sucks trying to find a new job, let alone one that you like actually are like excited to do every day. Definitely. Like they're letting me write an article about Addison and Ray right now. They're like, what do you like? I'm like, Addison Ray." <laughs> they're like, okay, great. So how, like, how can you like write an article about Addison Ray that would kind of like fit our brand? I'm like, oh, I will do it.
1: <laughs> like, um, that's like so fun. That's, I mean, like, honestly, that's, that's critical. And I think that's something that companies that have better employee retention and higher satisfaction rates really do where they make their employees feel heard. And like you say in what you do and your career, um, obviously my job's like a little different in the sense of like, I don't necessarily have control on what projects I'm staffed on, Right. But I do feel heard. My managers really, good. really want to make sure that we have time to connect, that I tell them what I want out of my career. And like, i be completely honest with you. I don't waste time. I'm not like going to waste their time or anything like that, but I don't necessarily know what I want out of my career either, but I do 100%. feel heard. I do feel yeah. respected. Um, so these are all great things, but uh, totally. yeah, definitely I'm still trying to figure out a lot of things too. No, hundred percent. I also wanted to say that like for a lot of our listeners that are in school, so um, like I have a cousin who's in high school right now Mm -hmm. and he's been struggling a lot with burnout and with just any kind of energy. Like, can you imagine doing Zoom high school right now? Can you just? I feel so bad for people in school that are on Zoom. Like it is so sad. It everybody I'm not gonna like we're not gonna try to make this like a, a, a woe is me comparison. Like everybody ha- every age group has struggles and it's hard losing these years for everyone. Um yeah. but it I do especially think like teens, preteens, um children having these okay. gaps where you're just like unable to interact with other kids is going to be it's super it's super critical for just your mental health and your development. the
0: half the people are graduating in their living rooms and doing gym class in their living room like I just can't imagine
1: like and like don't like having conversations with people like a lot of the classes that I really enjoyed in school were like my history classes or my English classes and I like actually got notes in my English class that I talked way too much in my discussions um so I got docked oh that's that's so funny um uh, i mean you were probably just like so into it i was like literally so i mean like we're reading the frankenstein and the great gatsby and i was just like too yeah. into it and it's not my fault that other kids aren't into it okay i'm sorry that i have yeah. things to say and opinions but like things like that like just discussion circles and i'm sure you had this a lot in your school too like were you just talking about books or you're talking about like different historical events or like ap gov you're talking about like things going on in the government just like the ability to sit with people and have these conversations in person and like you get to meet people, you get to know people. And then like even the hallway passing periods, like just having time totally to talk to your friends and see them. It's so hard to be motivated to do things when you don't have these interactions. So I was talking to my cousin and he had actually, he's likes to make TikToks and stuff and he like um, he just, Aww. he does it for fun and like, he does a lot of like the POV stuff and like kind of like Ew. acting and things like that. And he's really passionate about acting in like theater. So what he did was like, he reached out to some kind of like, I think they have like some kind of academy or classes or school or something. I don't know if it's tied to an agency, but he like interviewed and they accepted him to work or to take classes at this acting place and it's outside of school. It's an extracurricular, but I'm kind of optimistic that this might bring energy to like, you have to do school. You have to graduate. Yeah. School. That is like the bare minimum. And like, I yeah. do understand that there, I mean, there are some people that don't graduate high school and they are able to go on and do things, but like that, it kind of, it kind of is like, you do need a high school education. So you got to finish high school. And everyone's experiencing burnout and I want everyone to feel like validated and it's normalized, but yeah. Can we do about it? Like, what can we all do to help energize ourselves and find that energy outside? So how's, how's your sister doing by the way? Kaylee? Uh, I was thinking Megan, like Megan. Oh yeah. Megan.
0: Like I do feel bad for her. Um, she doesn't like zoom academy but it is interesting because like um okay so her high school has like two days per week where they're in school which I think is nice that's good yes which is good but like you said people are just getting so much more fatigued and like exhausted from like the smallest things and it's like a schedule disruption kind of that like I know that when she has to go into school, it's kind of like a production. Like she gets like, oh my God, I have to like wake up and like get ready for
1: school and go to school. Cause it's just like not even part of your like routine anymore. Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, and I'm dreading when we resume full right? work because I like to take midday naps or Same. like cook yeah. a meal or do laundry during my day. Totally. Or, um. So, or yeah. I don't even have to get dressed or put on makeup to go to work which is just absurd. Like this is crazy, my life is crazy. Um, so I'm, I, but I think that hopefully it'll be something like this. Like we do two days a week, um, slowly ramp up and then we'll get back into the normal five days a week type. Totally. Um,
0: in terms of like, okay, so we covered like, if you need to take a break, it's okay. Obviously you have to get the bare minimum done. And in terms of like when I said I was gonna quit my job, even if I didn't get another job and take a break, like I did have my logistics figured out of like, okay, I can like afford to do that. Like I have side businesses that like if I even just made like a little bit of money, it would be
1: helpful. Um, all and of you that. You did business. like think about this, like it wasn't an impulsive decision. No, you, like this is like a planned. like a six month long thing. Like if I
0: don't have a different job by this point, then I'm going to leave. And I think um, the
1: difference between like laziness, which I use like in quotations versus like intentional taking time and space yes. for itself is the intention, right? Like, yeah, really like thought and planning. And it sounds like you really did that.
0: And I know this sounds so dumb and this is probably like not even good advice because now kids are going to be like, oh, I'm going to do this and it's going to help me. But when I realized in July how depressed I was for my job and that I wasn't getting much out of it and whatever, blah, 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 that's when I started like really ramping up my TikToks. Like I loved my TikToks and I just like started making way more for fun and all of that kind of stuff. And then that's when I started getting like good job opportunities because people would like find me on TikTok. Like I had so many people from like Edelman, New York message me and I'm still getting messages from like a bunch of PR people. Being like, I saw you on TikTok, blah blah blah. That's when like Dave Portnoy, like and I had a conversation, because I was kind of pitching myself to like work there for a little bit, which like, oh yeah. And we were like, Kylie and I were like kind of trying to pitch him our podcast as well. And then I was like just kind of like telling him about myself in general and whatnot. But like that was literally from TikTok. Yeah. And I mean, then
1: he, re- he redid your TikTok.
0: Yeah. And then this current job I got. I was interviewing for a different position at my company. I just had been a fan of my company for a while and they asked me what I did for fun and stuff like that. And I literally said I did TikTok and then like now they're letting me do it. So what I'm trying to say is that I decided to take kind of like a mental break from my job in July, which sounds bad because I was still working. And I just was like, you know what? I'm going to do my art more. I'm going to do my TikToks more. I'm going to like go spend some time in Colorado, just do what I like and try to figure it out. And I put more energy into that and it paid off well for me. And um I just think sometimes taking a little break and like actually figuring out what you want to do in your free time if you could do anything in your free time is really important. And then if you can like incorporate that into like a career and somehow get paid for it, that's like
1: fantastic. That's I mean, look pursuing your passions and really like things you're you really are energized by, which I keep repeating that phrase, but like genuinely, like things that just yeah. make you feel good and like give you positive energy. These things are going to kind of I feel like you're just gonna attract positive energy from the universe. I really I'm No that's the thing. There's that's the thing.
0: Science backs it up. You can look up placebo studies, like your mindset really affects outcome.
1: Um yeah, no it's a thing. I genuinely, and I, I, as I get older, I'm not religious and I'm not necessarily finding religion, but I am, there are certain things to the universe that are inexplicable. And the older I get, the more you understand, like, there are just things that don't, that don't necessarily have like a scientific explanation, but just positive energy, thinking positively. um, And you just knew things were going to work out. Just having that mindset will enable things to work out because you just don't see how it can't not work. Yeah. so totally um and I think that this is also like a good way we can like continue talking about how we decided to make our changes like yeah oh, and and you kind of talked about yours, but I guess I can talk about like what my thoughts were yeah so when i I've talked about it at length, but I have so I haven't switched jobs. I still am with the same company but I have realigned to a new office and I have realigned to a new practice space. Like, um, I mean, it's within the same practice, but I switched, um, service offerings specifically. So basically what that means is I'm, I am doing a different job. Like it, it's not you fundamentally different, but it is, it is different from what I was doing. And I'm also working with new people too. Um, yeah. I still am in contact with my coworkers from Chicago and it is nice to have a tie to the home office back in Chicago, but I'm working with totally new people out on the West coast. And I moved, I have spent my whole life living in Illinois and I moved to, um, across the country, almost as far away as you can get. (laughs) Um, aside from like Hawaii or Alaska and, moved to a city where I do know some people like my friend slash roommate, Kristen, who, Mm -hmm. you know, obviously I do have, and I, and there are some people, but I've made friends and I've made my way so far. Um, and yeah. What were you gonna say?
0: Oh, I was just saying like, it's like a lot harder than it sounds. (laughs) It is.
1: And it isn't like, um, I think it really comes down to what I was saying though, about the mindset. Like I just knew that everything was going to be fine. Like I knew things were going to work out. I, but because I knew things were going to work out, I made things, I scratched the mic. Like made things work out. I made things work out, right? So I knew that I was going to have a great time at the office. So then I planned more trips back when we could travel. I would travel to LA with every chance I got, which made me build friendships, which then made me have a good time at the office, right? So it's these, it's this kind of like positive reinforcing logic this this cycle that kind of it will bring you positive change um i remember last year when
0: we were talking about la this is like kind of before i was like ready to make any type of move but i was asking kylie how she felt about it i was like are you anxious like i feel like if that were me making that big move like i would be so anxious and like freaking out and be kind of like worried and you even said that last year before you moved. You were like, well, I feel like as long as I, like, go into it, like, knowing it's going to be good, like, it will be good, so. And it has been good.
1: Yeah, and it has been good, totally. So far, so good. And I also think that a lot, so I had gone through, like, a breakup, like, I'd been with my boyfriend for, like, over two years, and yeah. I was and kind of like what we were talking about with the bachelor where I like was listening and I could totally see that happening where random people would reach out and they'd be like, Oh, I know someone who knows someone. I just like felt suffocated in the city, which is so ridiculous to say about, you know, the third largest city in America. But I felt like I knew too many people and it was too close. There were not enough degrees of separation. And I wanted to kind of push myself a little bit and I think that when I started to feel that kind of suffocating enclosure of what I, I could like see my life playing out. I could see, you know, me meeting a guy and then like getting married and moving to the suburbs and like having 2.5 kids. And it kind of scared me. Like, it, yeah, no. there's like more that you had to do <laughs> there, there. And there's still more I have to do. Like, um, I'm not ready to get married I was watching this is so funny I was watching the bachelor with the hockey player because I was watching the episode before I watched like the new episode yeah because so, I wanted to watch the last I missed last week um and so he was like kind of half paying attention and Matt is 29 and this girl was 24 or 20 or she was no she's 22 some girl was 22 I forget who yeah and she was like I just like, I went through this, break. she was talking before she said her age and like, obviously the ages of are already known, but I'm dumb and I don't know all their names or their ages or their professions. Yet. Really? Come on. What the f- Yeah. I don't so know. Dumb. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm stupid. Okay. Um, <laughs> <but> <laughs> This girl was talking to She was like, yeah, like I went through this like breakup and I thought he was the one. And I was like, wow, like that's, you know, that sucks. And then she says she's 22. No, I was literally. So I was literally like, Oh my God. Okay. Like seriously. And he, and then he looks at me, he goes, you're 24. And I'm like, okay, but I'm not saying I want to get married in two months to right. everyone. Okay. But some 24 year olds are literally like that. Like I was talking to my guy friends about it this
0: weekend because one of them went to school in Minnesota. And so he was, and we were with like all of his college friends who went to Minnesota and like, one of them was married, and then they were talking about, like, the two others that were married, and then, like, everybody they know is married, and all this shit, and I was, like, whoa, 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 like, are you, like, do you people in, like, whatever it's called, what are the Twin Cities? Twin Cities? Yeah. St. Paul
1: and Minneapolis?
0: Yeah, 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 They were, like, yeah, like, everybody starts settling down around now, and I was, like, hmm. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like even in Chicago, it's a little later than now for the most part, unless like there's like something else going on or whatever. It seems like most people wait a little bit, but I just was like, that just doesn't sound appealing. Like it's just not appealing. And if that's what they want to do, then totally fine. But, um, that's not like the path for everybody. And that's perfectly okay.
1: Um, I don't know about you but the fact of like literally getting married and being settled within the next whatever 2 years is would is terrifying. Like that that is terrifying to me. Yeah, yeah. no it's just like not in
0: the cards for me. And for some people it's totally in the cards. And like, I understand that, but like, I just, it's just like not in the cards for me. It also depends a lot on your personality, you know, and what you've like been through in life and all that kind of stuff. But like, and your, how you were raised and things like that too. It really depends all. I lived in Kansas for a while as a kid, every single person I know in Kansas is like engaged or married, or at least like living together.
1: Yeah. It's totally a cultural thing. Um, Totally. But that's funny that the hockey player was like, you're 24. Cause it's It's still like really
0: young. And like, I see on TikTok, all these girls being like, I'm 25, blah, blah. It's like
1: 25, still really fucking young. Yeah. Yeah. But then it also depends on like what city you're into. Like true. You know, if you're in LA, for example, like the men don't get fucking serious about anything. Oh yeah. I mean, at least until like you're 30, if, I mean, and that's the (laughs) earliest (laughs) Yeah. or Like 30 in LA is like 18 in middle America, like right. eighteen where they're kind of like, Oh, like I could see myself getting married. That's like yeah. 30 year olds in LA. Um, yeah. I saw, I saw, uh, like a meme today and it was this post and it was a quote from, uh, uh, Jennifer uh, Reardon. No, no, no. <laughs> What's her name? jennifer lopez fucking now okay okay jennifer lopez and so yeah so it was a quote from jennifer lopez and it said like men are useless until they're 33 that was her quote and then someone responded and was like oh this is like real this is real nice coming from a woman who collects ring engagement rings like thanos um and i was just like okay first of all first of all don't disrespect jennifer lopez like that not do that i yeah that is not allowed. But also, second of all, is she wrong, though? Like, right. like, is she wrong? I feel like a lot of men don't really figure their shit out until they're, like, in their 30s. No, totally. That's It's, like, so true. Ah. I thought that was really funny. I sent it to the hockey player. And he, <laughs> I was like, is she wrong, though? He's like, she's not wrong. <laughs>
0: no, she's not. J-Lo's not wrong. If JLo says it, it's correct. Literally. Yeah. Um... No, I definitely yeah, I just think like everybody sometimes you have to take a break, figure out what you actually want in life. Um your environment can definitely influence what you think you want, which is honestly why I think it's really good to live in another place for a little bit because it's a change of environment and it maybe can give you like some different perspectives about what you want and stuff like that. Like we were talking about, like maybe you grew up in Iowa and all your friends are married and then you move to LA and you're like, never mind, I'm fucking fine. Like what?
1: Literally. Yeah. Um, and I mean, like you said, it's just kind of, it does kind of give, I think that if you look back on life and I don't think you should live your life out of fear, Yeah. fear of regret, Or anything like that, but I do think that if you look back on your life and you moved somewhere, had an experience, and kind of spent some time figuring out what you like and yourself, you will never look back on that and regret it. No. 100%
0: no. Completely agreed. Yeah.
1: So... The pandemic is a weird time, but I do think it is a great time for us to like reflect on what energizes us for and sure we might want to change. Um, for sure. But I think I just want to finish up by saying, like, it's okay to not be okay and it's okay to take time for yourself. That's, Completely agreed. That's a main thing. We just, we uh, we really care about you guys out there. Yeah.
0: We really care about our loyal fans. Yeah. Even though we release episodes late these days, but that's just because we still care. We're literally so busy, and we're still recording and editing and releasing. So, I sorry think that's
1: show how much we care. Yeah, we really care. We, we both have moved across the country, and we both have started. I mean, you've actually started a literal new job. I've started a new job in a lot of respects. Yeah. Um, and we're still grinding. Oh, so, still grinding. Yeah, totally because this energizes me
0: yeah agreed I I love doing this stuff um should we go over any que- do you have any questions by any chance
1: I I don't have any questions but
0: should yeah. I go through for my questions you have questions I am getting an influx of dms these days Kylie it is actually um, kind that. of interesting tell I kind of love it too It's funny though, um, a lot of times these DMs are kind of repetitive. So like, I apologize if we repeat things over and over but let's see. Let's see, let's see, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) I feel like this is literally the question we answer every single week, but whatever. (laughs) This girl said, hi, you know how you said you usually make the first move with guys. Do you have any tips for what to say, especially if you're sliding into DMs? How do you deal with the possibility of getting rejected slash being rejected? So I feel like we've gone over like how to do it plenty of times.
1: Um, and I mean, I feel like the rules of what to say are very similar to what we would tell men. But like, yeah. if you say something that's kind of unique to them or their profile um, yeah. or their social media... And I also think how you deal with rejection, you have a really healthy mindset about this where like when you were kind of just like m- messaging random dudes, like not random <laughs> dudes, but like just like, like you would send funny, hot or you would just like send messages to people, you yeah. never expected a response.
0: No, Like, I don't know how I've gotten to this point, but when she says, How do you deal with the possibility of getting rejected slash being rejected? Like, I don't know why, but I just don't care if like not everybody likes me. And like, I wouldn't expect every guy to like me. And like, in the beginning when there's nothing to lose and you don't know them very well yet, it's like, what's like, what, what is the loss if they don't respond? If they don't like me, if they're not interested, like who cares? Also, when you're on the internet, what I like to think about sometimes is like, Okay. So like, what if like blonde girls who have fake spray tans, like aren't their type, like they don't know me in person. And sometimes I hype myself up. Like, I think my personality is better than my looks kind of sometimes. So I'm kind of like, they don't know me like actually. So, you know, I can't like blame them for like not being their. I'm not their type physically necessarily if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. I mean, and I think that again, this comes from a place of self security and like you love yourself. So I think it's kind of (laughs) like a place. I'm a narcissist and I would recommend everybody. No, you're you're not a narcissist. I know. No. But yeah, I'm not saying it in a narcissistic way, but having like self-love and really just feeling good about yourself. Yeah. And also just like not everyone's going to be into you just like you're not into everyone. Nope. Um, Literally. If Kylie's
0: guys DM'd me, I'd be like, nope. And if my guys DM'd Kylie, she'd be like, nope. (laughs) I might have
1: like a more of a visceral reaction, like a whole- Yeah, I'm thinking of one specific. (laughs) Kylie would literally probably like, like, who knows? I mean, like, honestly, multiple. I just like, I can't, I don't know. I can't, I can't ever think about a professional athlete ever, ever. (laughs) I like literally can't. It's so, it's so unattractive to me. It's unattractive to me now, actually, too, though. Like, I'm not
0: into it. You know how my neighbors, this is the funniest part about where I live now. I told you, my neighbors are straight up all professional athletes. And then I live, but I don't want to give too much detail about where I live for specific purposes, but basically there are hordes of (laughs) professional athletes coming in and out of my specific, like, residence, essentially and it is so funny because i'll see them and i literally like make a face like i like i'm like ew <laughs> whereas like if this were like 2 years ago i would have been like i think god sent me these buses of <laughs> athletes and now i straight up am like ew i like avoid speaking to them like i'm not into it i don't want that that's like not the life i want for myself like just even regardless of like how nice the specific human is like I do not want that whatsoever. I also like hate the idea of like them all like coming in in buses. Like it reminds me of like kids in high school that like would leave class early because they had like a game that they had to go to practice for. And like they thought they were so cool, but really it's just kind of losery. It's like, that's pretty much just like an extension. Like this is just an extension of that. Like it's really not that cool.
1: It really isn't.
0: It's it really, really is. not
1: that cool. And, and it's- I'm so glad you feel that way. <laughs> um, Yeah. We're, um, we're loving this we're, no, loving, we're this. loving
0: this but yeah. right, anyway it's not you're not going to be everybody's type I've literally had people respond to me who have five million followers and verified and want to go on a date with me and I've been left unseen by people who have like fucking no followers and like nothing so it's like okay you're just like not going to be everybody's type and like that's fine like who cares
1: I think that yeah that's what it boils down to yeah you also, know great, was- so who cares
0: Yeah. I feel like you and I had a good going out situation when things like this would happen. If it were like two short blonde girls or I was with another short blonde girl or something like that. And like, she was always getting approached instead of me. I'd probably feel a little bit down about myself, but since Kylie and I were so opposite, it was not offensive whatsoever. If like a guy would like approach Kylie and not me or something like that. It's like, Kylie is a tall half Asian, dark, long hair, or whatever like I am like the exact opposite of Kylie so like it just was fine like I'm just not their type
1: maybe that's why I'm friends with short blonde girls <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah true but no yeah it's just like think about the type that you have and like if it, like freaking Zac Efron could hit on me and I wouldn't be into it sorry exactly there we go yeah so that's how you deal with the getting rejected mindset and also um, we've said it before, but girls have, you know, there's, there's a pretty good shot. He's going to be interested. So just shoot it. Just shoot the shot.
1: Yeah. <laughs> your odds are much better than if you're a guy. So yeah, your odds are pretty good. So we encourage, um, I think that's it. You miss a hundred percent of the shots. You don't take Wayne Gretzky, Michael. Damn, <laughs> This is an office, <laughs> office reference. <laughs> um, well, I think that. I think I feel pretty good I feel energized by our conversation Me too Yeah
0: I really like your energized term I feel like that's a term my therapist would use for sure
1: It's like it's a little bit overused I think I'm like kind of I'm being genuine I'm being serious And in like a year I'm going to be like that's so fucking gross
0: I don't think it's over No it's like really true
1: Um, Hopefully it doesn't become like Hashtag, hashtag boss, boss I can't even it's say it word boss bitch <laughs> Hopefully it doesn't become something like that no, not at all. Uh, but I'm glad I like I genuinely do think that just like burnout is such a real thing and if you don't address it your life will start like you will start to feel it in other aspects of your life that you may you maybe don't want affected like that 100%. yeah
0: and I would say like be confident in your talents and like develop your talents as much as you can and if you can turn it
1: into work then fantastic and that's all I think there's a lot of ways you can turn things into work. Um, too, too. It might just take a lot of time and and energy and passion. But if you're passionate about it, like if they say, if you love your work, you never work a day in your life. So True. If, True. If you love your work, then you will find a way to make it happen. And I believe. I mean, if people can listen to us for this long, <laughs> they can do anything. They can do anything. Yeah. So with that uh follow us oh, yeah. <laughs> on social media at Kaikaivic at Jen e re. Yeah. Um we got TikTok, we got Instagram, we got yeah, we got stuff. it all. Um <laughs> not Twitter though cuz <laughs> I mean I have a Twitter but like
0: yeah. I don't know I, don't
1: have, Twitter. I have I have the Twitter account called not wally reardon. I love that. <laughs> um and then also obviously follow us where you get your podcasts um however you want to leave us a review um if you're on apple podcasts we really like we do read those and like really yeah we do feedback um if it's a negative review i mean whatever but like it's fine i can take it you're gonna hate (laughs) whatever it's fine not everybody's gonna like you yeah exactly i was just anyway well I'll talk to you later. I to you, you later. Maybe. Good night. Good night. Good night. Been
0: more you hit me when you're sipping. You only came for weekends. I hope I was wrong. I hope I was wrong. Write down everything I feel like. Well, I don't really.